Hello authors, I'm Joanne Morell, children's and young adult fiction writer and author of short non-fiction for authors. Thanks for joining me for the Hybrid Author Podcast, sharing interviews from industry professionals to help you forge a career as a hybrid author, both independently and traditionally publishing your books. You can get the show notes for each episode and sign up for your free author pass over at the Hybrid Author website to discover your writing process, get tips on how to publish productively, and get comfortable promoting your books at www.hybridauthor.com.au. Let's crack on with the episode. authors and happy new year. Welcome to your 2022 author adventures and there are many to be had. I hope you have set your writing process, publishing and promotion goals or at least thought about what you would like to achieve this year. So this episode features an interview with sisters Disha and Pridi. They are a pair of publishing powerhouses who joined forces to independently publish their picture books under their brand Royal Blue Elephant Book. So we're about to find out all about their experience of being sisters working together co-writing picture books, one being in Australia, one being in the US, and find out how that went for them. But right now, here's what I've been up to. So this week I went back to my part-time script writing job after having a lovely week and a half off roundabout. Uh, the commute takes me about an hour there and an hour back, although it's been slightly better because it's summer slash school holidays here in Australia. So people are away and traffic isn't as bad as usual. In the mornings of this commute, this is when I dictate on my way to work. Usually I just watch my brain and go with what Ever it wants to spill out. I've got a few works on the go so sometimes it's snippets from some or just one of these projects and this is about all the writing I've been doing at the moment with school holidays and have two children at home. However I have been updating the ebook for my freelance writing quick tips for fast success short non-fiction book but I'm having minor issues with this because formatting has never been my strong suit and this year I plan on learning a lot more about it. So I was tired of that and decided to dive over to the audio version of the book, audio being my strong suit, and I started to listening and editing the audio I narrated at the end of last year. So lots of tinkering on various things, but I'm still easing my way into 2022 rather than gun-hoeing it back into work like I normally do. And this is mainly because of at the end of last year, I was so tired. I was running on coffee and I was barely scraping by with the things that I had to do and get done. I even had my iron levels checked and they were all good and I believe it was purely just burnout that I was experiencing and I spent about a week and a half that well that week and a half I had of holidays just doing absolutely nothing and I feel more refreshed for it but I'm just watching things like my diet and my workload and uh, monitoring stress levels and stuff because I just don't ever want to feel that way again it wasn't very good. So as discussed, you can expect a couple of differences to the podcast going forward. And these mainly being my personal updates that you just heard and sponsorship and supporting the podcast, which you can now do over at buymeacoffee.com and look up The Hybrid Author. This is just a way of giving back if you found any of the episodes and tips shared on the podcast to be useful. Sponsorship is another. 
So this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Sanguine Press. Sanguine is my independent publishing company, which publishes my current short non-fiction series, Author Linings. So Author Linings is a silver lining series to help authors through the physical and emotional aspects of having a successful author career. It deals with mindset, showmanship, and scoring and structuring author events. I'm in the middle of currently finalising the formats to the first two in series. That's the freelance writing quick tips for fast success and author fears and how to overcome them. So there'll be more on that to come in this year. So that's it from me. Let's crack on with the episode. Peridi is an artist and has been fascinated with drawing and sketching for as long as she can remember. She upscaled her animation abilities at NYFA, New York Film Academy in New York. She now creates engaging e-learning modules with the use of colourful graphics combined with animation for a multimedia company. Disha loves reading and has spent most of her childhood reading one book after another. Although having majored in electrical engineering, her strong passion for reading and writing eventually led her to work as a journalist for local newspapers and as a content writer online. Tisha believes in the life-changing power of words and their positive influence on young minds. Peridi and Disha are siblings that grew up in India. Disha settled in the United States, where she joins us now, and Peridi is now in Australia. Welcome, ladies, to the Hybrid Author Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. So we'll start just right into the questions and ask how you got into writing in the first place, Disha, and then how you came to do illustrations and animation pretty. As you mentioned before, I had an interest in reading and writing from an early age, and to pursue my passion, I became a writer. I worked for a newspaper as a sub-editor, and for a year and later became a content writer for an online digital company. That's amazing. Fantastic. And how about yourself, pretty? Yeah. So likewise, I remember, like you mentioned before, like I did dozens of sketchbooks as a child and I remember sketching a lot as a child. Like I probably did more drawing than actual studying. I remember enjoying drawing diagrams for science class and feeling satisfied with it. I also remember filling up Disha's school drawing assignments for her because she didn't do them in time. So for me, any kind of drawing was just enjoyable. And so I knew from early age that I really want to grow up and pursue something in art, not really knowing what, but something in art. And when I illustrate, time just flies for me. There's no better feeling than seeing your finished piece. It starts with just a few scribbles and over time it just ends up looking vibrant and attractive. So yeah, I just enjoy every bit of drawing, painting, coloring. That's how I started. That's amazing. And thank goodness you found the love of drawing and sketching and, and writing as well, Disha, because you both have joined forces to create your debut picture book series, which is the first in the series, The Adventures of Jacob and Charlie. Can you tell us about the book and, you know, whose idea it was to come together and collaborate and, and work together? So our book is book one of three book series and is based on a boy and his teddy. The bond they share and the adventures they have in day-to-day life. Children use their teddies as a comforter and are very emotionally attached to them. So basically my son has an elephant teddy which is most precious to him. They are inseparable and they share has seen this bond between my son and his teddy when I went to visit her in 2019. 
So when I proposed to her the idea of creating a children's book together, she quickly said yes, because yes, she was just eager to write and do something creative. And she said, yeah, let's give it a try. And a few days later, she came up with a few of the story ideas. And one of the idea was about a boy and his soft toy buddy. Out of all the ideas that she put out, I like this idea because it just resonated with us. She started working on it. Also, I had seen many other kids with their teddies and they're like so loved that they're basically worn out, but they're still too much attached to the child. And literally, uh, I have seen some teddies that have been shredded down to unrecognizable rag and I'm not kidding it's a true story <laughs> yes I can concur with my my own children they, their teddies never got really down to rags but they've got so many and they just love them all and I still have all my old teddies from when I was a child as well and it actually uh, makes my heart glow to see that they have them now as well and it is such a special bond so that's a fantastic yeah, and Disha and me growing up, we had our dolls and we loved them. We took them places and like, you know, while traveling and role playing and they were like just yeah, like family to true. us. Yeah, they were big dolls and they were a big part of our family for our life for a long time. <laughs> were they family heirlooms or anything, the dolls or no, just things that you've yeah. given? Yeah. What kind of dolls? Yeah. Just plastic ones. Those were the ones. Where the, the eyes would close I when you put them down. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have the little milk bottle that you put in and you remember that one? No. <laughs> no. They weren't fa- fancy ones, just simple ones. At the end of it, they were like in pieces, but we still loved them. Oh, wonderful. So... You, when she decided to pursue the project, did you start to go up a schedule of works and, and how you were going to complete the work and things? Was there a certain date that you needed to have the sketches by or you needed to have the words done before? We had a rough schedule. I just started writing and I started with my first draft, but as I wrote more and we thought more, we evolved our storyline as we progressed and then later we added new scenarios. We wanted to create a meaningful story for kids, something special that they would enjoy for a long while. So we carefully used very basic words so that the children would be able to enjoy and to be able to understand and comprehend the story of Jacob and Charlie. To answer your question, Joanne, we had given ourselves like seven to eight months of time from start to finish. But I guess once we, when we started these, we got just, we just got so focused on these getting done that we completed the final published book in around five months wow. and I enjoyed every bit of the illustration process. I was absolutely on it working on weekends and late nights most of the week and it was smooth until all the illustrations were done but then it got a little technical moving from there like formatting the book was a lot of work there was a huge list of things that needed to be looked at for example page size the book size safe margins making sure no content is outside this safe margin otherwise it would get cut in the print format uh, then the content for the copyright page making sure all the names are correct the dedication content content like how big it should be how small it should be whose name should be in it so, and then so did, you, uh, did you guys just draw on other picture books to see what they had done just to lay out your book similarly 
Yes, yes. I mean, I looked up different multiple sizes for um, picture books and I really want to go for a square picture book and then just seeing what people are doing for their dedication text and how big it is and how important it is. So yes, that was taken reference from a few of the books. Publishers have different printing priorities like Amazon would take only RGB colors, red, green and blue and uh, Ingram would take CMYK colors like sand, magenta, yellow, and black. So I had to export two sets of images, one RGB for Amazon and the other one. And after that, there was ebook formatting as well. So we've got paperback and ebook formatting. And all these was done, and now we had to upload it on two platforms in three formats. That was a lot of work. And even after my illustrations were done, and we were waiting for proof copies, that alone took us a long time because of COVID and the shipping. It was taking like two to three weeks to get us the proof copies. And once we got the proof copies, we would check it. If there's some error, we re-upload it, request the proof copies again. So that would be another two, three weeks. So all of these accounted for took us five months. Right. Did you involve Disha in the design process and the, and the sort of, you prepared like the square, square floors of picture book and things. Did you, were you just the driving force there or did you consult Disha? Uh, this is what you like and, and Disha had a say or, or were you more the writing side and you trusted for the, the, the design? Yeah, I think you just answered the question. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was in charge of all the creative and Disha was in charge of all the writing. So she did mention to me that she hasn't seen many square books in the USA. And I was like, I have seen a lot of square books in Australia. Yeah, I decided to go for a square book. She did show me the rough copies of her drawings. The first copy when she would ask me, how is it? Do you like it? Do we need to change it? I didn't have many suggestions, but if I didn't like a color or something looked a bit different, then I would tell her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fantastic. And so with, with such a vast difference, you being in the United States, Lisha, and Freddie in Australia, was the time difference ever an issue? Or you just communicated via social media or how, how did you guys communicate together? Well, not really. We think time difference would be an issue, but it wasn't really. And because we are sisters, we could always communicate with each other, and especially so we could use uh, Zoom, sorry, <laughs> we could use WhatsApp and other social media, and it was easy to contact each other yeah, at any time of the day. And Arizona is roughly 15 hours behind Perth. So my mornings, my evenings were for these mornings and that was the only time we could talk. But that time gave us, that was the time we needed to complete each our work and then report to another one. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you enjoyed the process together, each part of it, you know, communicating and things or being sisters. Was there a little bit of tension now and again? Yeah, we enjoyed the part, but just like you said, we are sisters, and sisters enjoy, but sisters fight too. So we had a lot of fights, a lot of clashes, but at the end of the day, we did win. Because we know each other, we know each other's weaknesses and strengths and even if after a big fight or argument we would just be next it will be fine and we're like, Alright, so what are we doing from here on? Yeah, it was it was nice. Yeah, that's good. That's great. And do you think because you know each other so well you've been able to produce such a high quality picture book? 
you know, do you think the process would have been harder to do with somebody you don't know that well that wasn't family? Uh, probably. Yeah, it was definitely much harder for me to work with an unknown illustrator as opposed to working with a sister. I knew her, her qualities and advantages, and that helped me produce my best work. And that um, getting helped her to produce her best work. That's fantastic. So, backtracking a little bit just to the creation of the book again, what kind of programs was it you both went about in your own creation? So, Disha, do you use Word to write up the document or in 3D? What kind of programs are you using to make your animate your illustration? Uh, yes, I used Microsoft Word and that was about it. Yeah, <laughs> so What about yourself, Freddy? So, I, my main software is Photoshop. I use Photoshop to do all my drawings. I basically sketch it on paper first and then I take photos of it, like a little storyboard on my sketchbook. I take photos of it and then send it to Disha and just ask her to see if it's all looking right. And once she's like, yeah, it all looks good, uh, I would then scan it or just put it in the computer and then bring it up in Photoshop. And uh, I use a stylus, uh, like a Wacom tablet and a pen. And then I start using those um, devices. I start sketching uh, in Photoshop. Fantastic. And yeah, it takes me really long to finish a sketch. Like it will, I would be sitting on one sketch for almost like four days and every day spending like two to three hours. It changes a lot. It evolves a lot. And the more details you add, the better it looks. So it does definitely take a lot of time. Yeah, definitely. And how long did it take you to write the book, Tisha? Did it take you, obviously, less time than the, the illustration? This was our first book, so I was writing and Freddy was illustrating. We were doing work side by side, but, uh, yeah, it took me a month to write, and then the bulk of the work, which was illustrating, was done by Freddy. Yeah, fantastic. And so, you obviously did consult each other, well, so consistently. How, how did you go about sharing your work with one another? Did you use programs for that as well? We used emails a lot and then we used WhatsApp. We used to keep each other updated with either one of them. Yep. And we are still looking for better option to log in everything into one place so that she can log in while it's her time and I can just pick it up when it's my time. So we are working on a program called Basecamp 3 where we just log in our daily activities and I would be notified once she's done anything and if I put in, she would be notified. But we are still looking for more options to explore. The main way of contacting was through, like Disha said, WhatsApp and emails and we used to have weekly catch-ups uh, every Friday mornings. Fantastic. That's the creation of the book and you mentioned, obviously, you have you Ingram and Amazon as well. Did you... Between the two of you, did you source any other freelance services like editors or anything like that? Yes, we so we did the um, editing work for our book, and thanks to you, Joanne, we learned about Tina from listening to your podcast. We listened to her interview, and uh, she had a fantastic interview and. You've done a great job interviewing her, and she gave us really helpful tips. After listening to her interview, I got in touch with her and let her know about our project and free book series and everything, and she was happy to help uh, with her editing tips, and she was really uh, proactive and gave us some few tips uh, to improve our work and to let us know what the process. So yes, we had Tina 
to help us do the editing work for us. Um, so what are your tips for family members who are listening to this interview and have maybe a similar story to yourselves and are considering co-creating a work? Do you have any tips that you would like to share? up front if uh, family members are going to create together? Well, I'll say firstly, I would say do it. If you know one of the family members shares the same interest as you, like they're in any field, not just publishing, then absolutely start something together because no one will support you better than your own family. And to be honest, this venture of ours has brought us even closer. We are more in touch with each other than we were ever before. Before, we would just get in touch on birthdays and anniversaries or once or twice a month. But now we are in touch regularly, so we are actually more closer now. Now, that's lovely. That's so nice to hear. Anything to add, Disha? Well, working with a family is the best feeling if you enjoy your time together, you treat each other with patience, with respect, and you have a fun time. Good. I think new work is hard, but who better to start with it than a family? Yeah. Oh, well, you're, you're definitely selling it to me. I always thought I couldn't work from with family, but maybe I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> You've chosen to go down the independent publishing route. What are your tips for authors looking to choose the same path? Obviously, you've just gone through it and you've learned a hell of a lot. Are there any key points that you would share up to aspiring authors who were where you were five months ago? Independent publishing is a good way to go. It has its benefits. Firstly, you are your own boss and... Uh, you can write whatever you want to write or uh, how you want your book to look. You get all the creative freedom and you retain all your publishing rights to the book. So that's a good thing. Secondly, you can choose more than one publisher or one publishing company or more and you're not limited to any one company. So the more, the better. And we would recommend going down the independent publishing path, but uh, explore your options, do your homework, and keep in mind that uh, keep in mind who your audience is and develop your content related to them, relevant to them, and you will learn multiple things along the way. And just uh, take your time, learn, and go. Fantastic. Anything to add, Pretty, from your side? No, I think what she says is uh, absolutely right. Like, when you go independent publishing, you just become your own boss. You can choose what genre you want. You can choose what style you want. Like, when do you want it out by? And you don't have anyone to reject your book. It's your book. It's your story. And it's going to be out there. If you are confident enough, then uh, that's enough. You don't need anyone's approval. So, yeah, that's the best thing about independent publishing. Yes, you will have to do all the hard work of formatting and finding out all these resources and getting into it and printing out and all of that. But uh, we would highly recommend it. Yes, it's a good learning process. Even if you go later on and you want to contact publishing houses, you still know all the process. So, it's not nothing. there's nothing unknown. You'll be learning on the way. Yeah, that's great. Well, I was going to ask if either of you are ever going to consider submitting your work to traditional publishing houses, but at this point, it doesn't sound like it. (laughs) No, yes, we have actually. We have already done it. We submitted our work. Yes, we have, but 
as always, sub publishing houses take a long time to review, so they've al already said as it's going to take 10 weeks to review and get back to you. And they might not even come back with a positive feedback, but we have done it. Yes, we would definitely like to also explore that about for publishing houses because they have their own benefits. So we have done that. We have published, a, a published, we have submitted our work to publishing houses and we are just waiting. Wonderful. So, so the adventures of Charlie and Jacob, like the finished product, we kind of put forward together as a duo. Yes. Oh, well, best of luck with that. That's good. You you might become a hybrid author, <laughs> publishing yourself and then publishing traditionally as well. So that's great. So you have obviously completed book one. Where are you at with the second book? And are you currently marketing book one? How are you both going about? That side of things. We are marketing book one. We have been talking to a lot of libraries. A few of them are very keen on getting it. A few of them have already got it or placed orders. Some of the libraries you have to donate and some of the libraries will buy them. And we're still working hard to get uh, the marketing done correctly and get it all in order. Uh, with the book two, I am just about 80% with my illustrations. The editing work has already been done for book two and three both. And book two will be coming out. I just have to do my final illustration checks and then we can uh, put it up on the publisher's site to get proof copies and get the process started. Disha is currently working on our fourth book. Wow. Which is an altogether new, new story. So yeah, I can't get wait, I can't wait to get started illustration work on all of them. Ooh, that's fab. And so did the second book, Disha, take you less time to write than the first? Well, or all the books if you're, you're up to the fourth now. Yeah, the first first book was the one which took the longest of time and when we got into the uh, habit of things, the second and third book were pretty easy to run back to that. Yeah. Great. Oh, that's fantastic. So, and you said, sorry, pretty to backtrack, did you say that you have plans to work on a brand new story together? That's yes. different from yes, so. Yes, so the three book series, it's not limited to three book series. We might keep on adding more stories to it because we want to show a lot more adventures between Jacob and Charlie. But at the moment, we are going to end it at three books. And then we've got new genres coming in, new stories that are, they are standalone stories. But yes, the fourth one, Disha is working on. And we've got another six stories that we have written and they're in the stock. So once the fourth one is done, we'll just pull out one by one and get the editing work done on those. Wonderful. So what have you what did you personally find as the hardest part of this whole process for you? Not not so much just working with family, but just the process as a general putting it putting it all together, the design, the words and, you know, having to all the publishing aspect of it as well. Yeah, well it wasn't hard, but it was a lot of research work, like a learning curve. <laughs> learning curve, like not knowing, from not knowing anything to now knowing probably a lot more. So like every aspect was researching, like I said, from book sizes to illustrations to what style I want to show with the illustrations. Like I do work in um, creating animations, but my style there is different. And then for these illustrations, I wanted to create a vibrant, bold colors. And so I took a little time for myself to learn what style I want to do and what is that I want to show. So it was all 
just learning, 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 learning. And the second one is far much quicker because now I have so much knowledge and I've got the file set up for different publishers with RGB and CMYK and I know all the formatting options. So it's just like I have now a template. I just use that template for the second one and it's just faster. Oh, that's fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah, it's a, it's a big process, isn't it? Were you ever both overwhelmed with the amount of information that is out there on the subject of independent publishing? Because there's a lot. There is a lot, but mm-hmm. thanks to writers and podcast creators like yourself, there is huge resources available for aspiring authors to look at and learn from. So like internet Internet is huge as well. You can learn anything from it. But few of these dedicated podcasts and books are just so good to read on the journey and which we learn a lot from. Wonderful. Well, congratulations, ladies, because it is an absolute lovely book and I encourage everyone to go out and buy it immediately. So can you tell our listeners where they can find you and your work in store and online? Uh, so our paperback and ebooks are on Amazon. Yeah, all over Amazon, Amazon.com, Amazon.com.au, Amazon.co.uk, and hardbacks are on BarnesandNoble.com, BookDepository.com, Booktopia.com. Uh, you can also follow our journey at Royal Blue Elephant on um, Instagram. Tisha and me have started this royal this company called Royal Blue Elephant Books. Uh, so all of our books are going to be under that company name. So, yes, thank you for having us on the podcast, Joanne. That's right. Thank you so much for your time, ladies. Isha and Freddy, it was absolutely wonderful talking to you and learning all about your publishing journey. And, yeah, I can't wait to see what you put out in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Wow, so there you have it, folks. Pretty and Disha and their author adventure is so inspirational. And their books are absolutely bold, bright and beautiful. And I recommend anybody who's starting out independently publishing picture books, picking up one of theirs because you'd be learning a lot. Next week's episode is with Franet Lassac. Franet is an author, illustrator and creator of over 50 books for children. And she's going to talk to us about all the ways to make an author income. Bye for now. That's the end for now, authors. I hope you are further forward in your author adventure after listening, and I hope you'll listen next time. Remember to head on over to the Hybrid Author website at www.hybridauthor.com.au to get your free author pass. It's bye for now.